Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. everybody welcome back to core this is core episode 229 we're here to talk about the goings-on in the video game industry and some of the games we've been playing i'm scott johnson with bo schwartz and john jagger and uh welcome to the show everybody wednesday july 22nd 2020 22 2020 i was talking about on tms how that's fun to say i like the 2020 2020s like oh are we close to optimal 2020 we missed it uh was a or well, no, you'd need a month. You'd need a twentieth month to make it perfect, right? But for the right. whole rest of the year, every month in the year twenty twenty has a twenty twenty, or it has a twenty 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 in it. So three twenties. February twenty twenty would have yeah, been the February had some great days. Yeah, it did. It was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, we have to wait until three thousand until anything's cool again. So enjoy. Yeah, twenty twenty, man. It's been Isn't quite that a year. Right? Oh my gosh, we'll all be gone by then, right? Year 3000? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time oh. away. It's 900 Maybe. years from now, right? Maybe. They might I be haven't ruled out up. that we won't all be gone by 2021 just yet. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, I laugh, but I cry, but I laugh. But I cry. But then I laugh. Uh, anyway, hey everybody, uh, video games are still fun and while we're here, so let's keep playing them. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those today and have a good time. So thanks for being here and hanging around with us. Let's get started. So in the midst of all the terrible, awful things that happened in the wake of some revelations there at Ubisoft, uh, you probably at home have heard many of these, lots of bad stuff, second in command, basically uh, fired heads of various uh Studios within the organization gone out of there. Uh, now word that uh, a lot of the stuff that has been going on, they have not talked about or done anything about at the highest levels for a very long time. And then today saw this getting floating around this article. Uh, they also revealed that repeatedly they were scrapping ideas or plans for female antagonists in their game or protagonists rather. Uh, leads in their games because they didn't think it would sell as well as putting dudes in there. Starts all the way back with Syndicate and, of course, uh, affected in particular the Assassin's Creed games, which makes me wonder if they were just lying to us when, uh, what was the French one? uh, Oh, where they said famously said that it would be too much trouble to animate a female character. Yeah, too much work to involve. They couldn't go back and do it. Um, They do better next time. And, you know, to their credit i suppose they did i mean 2015 syndicate had both a female and male lead and yeah, you swap back and the forth court said that it was gonna it was planned to be even screen time split between them but a request was made to give the male character um jacob i think his name was yeah uh more yeah uh, more content in the game yeah and then uh, I guess for Origins, um, they were going to have Bayek actually die in the middle of that game. 
and I believe his wife was planned to take over at a certain point oh, in the she, story. She was cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. That got completely cut. Huh. Um, and then for Odyssey, the plan was to have Cassandra be the main character and the main lead of that. Instead, they decided to opt to have a choice, which was split 50-50, but it also kind of explains if that was the intent, why we always say, oh my gosh, Cassandra is a better character. Yeah, and why the the other... Dude on the box, too, right? Yeah, dude on the box, that's right. Well, uh, digital stuff had a mix, but the box, the actual printed box was dude. The key Um, art, you know, this is Assassin's Creed. Like, Odyssey had a dude on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it's funny because... John, I agree. It does explain a lot about why if Cassandra was the focus of that game and they last minute tacked in a dude, it felt like it (laughs) like he felt tacked in last minute. He did not feel like a fleshed out character in the way that she did. So that explains a lot. But it also goes counter to the um, what was the name of the damn French one? Was it Unity? Unity. Gosh, freaking dang it. All right. Unity. Their their excuse was, oh, it's too hard to get a lady in there in the end. But they figured out how to do it with a dude in Odyssey, didn't they? They figured that one out. So yeah, I don't know. That one out real quick. I don't need. See, here's the thing. I don't need the vision of a game to adhere to any 50-50 split on anything. I don't need that. What I need is a clear vision and then stick to your vision and don't let your shitty, uh, your shitty internal shit get in the way so if you're gonna if you have a vision to say this is cassandra's game make that game don't have some last minute thing going oh we need we better put a dude in there or 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 if you're gonna have the 50 50 great do it like but have that be your plan all along how about in unity if you just wanted a dude say so own it don't beat around the bush make up excuses i would love to have the choice I love the idea. I, if Cassandra had never happened, I don't think I'd be playing Assassin's Creed anymore because she's that good. So do what's great and then be honest about what you're doing, whatever that thing may be. And if you're trying to pretend to be a company with lots of inclusion, then actually do that. Don't have all this insider bullshit that tell, that's contrary to that. Really bums me out because I like Ubisoft. I'm playing an Ubisoft game right now, which I'll talk about later in the show, which I really like. They've kept it going nicely and everything. And I can be a lady in there too. <laughs> I don't, well, but the, I could be. The claim is that, you know, female leads don't sell video games. That's the, that's the big belief. I would say that we need legitimate proof of that. Because if you look at the history of the industry, it's not an industry that has given a fair and even shake for that to be a statistic that can be proven. You know, it's, it's like, comparing high school athletes to middle school athletes and saying, well, you know, just this, this one group of athletes is bad. Well, I mean, maybe you just haven't pulled from the right pool of games or whatever. That's a, that's a bad analogy, but I see where uh, your point is, is point is, is that triple a games and the top quality games, I gotta be careful when I say a and B on the show. <laughs> um, triple <but laughs> a games haven't been as inclusive historically so to say that, like, well, they don't sell, okay, but they also didn't exist. So right. you can't sell something that doesn't exist. Right. Um, and when you look at uh, right now, I mean, they're saying Last of Us Part 2 outsold Last of Us Part 1. Like, And every other video game on the in the freaking market at the time that yeah. week. Like, they, they mean, owned. Right now, um, 
right now we're disproving that because we're finally giving it an option to be legitimately proven on a more equal footing. Also, I would argue that Odyssey sold more because of that fantastic character. I would also argue that you don't make Tomb Raider isn't a dude. That's a that's a fantastic series that goes way back. And yeah, in the beginning, it gave her pointy boobs and it was very dude centric. Like look at her butt while she runs in its horrible PlayStation one polygonal way. But still, you know, that was a thing. And that's continued to be a profitable franchise. Like, I don't know. I don't buy it when people say things like. If they have actual data, then show the data. Don't just say it. You know what I mean? Like, if you have data that shows it, well, then let's see it. Oh, does it hold up to scrutiny? Does it actually, is it, is it real? Is it not yeah. real? And also, quit making your creative decision. Oh, I know it's a business. See, this is the thing. People are going to write in and go. They can do whatever they want. Like, there's no, there's no morals police, <laughs> except for people shouting, you know, shouting about it, right? Right. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm saying I agree with you, but, you know, I mean, it. Hollywood still do it like it's, it's they're still just you know you, you can scream from the mountaintops make inclusive games but if they look at their sales figures and they say well we can repeat past results better by doing the thing we know let's do the thing we know and that's the problem we're in they, they get no you get no money for being uh, good necessarily at least that's the belief. Um, well, that's why I wish know, they that, that's, that's what they would say in response, right? It's like, right. yeah, great. We're going to be the company that makes an inclusive game and then we're going to miss out on the amount of sales. And then I don't know if this, this is a company with shares or not, but because it, it sounds like the one family uh, still retains control of the company so they can make what they want. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, there's no there's no rules. I'm, I'm still on your side. Making women protagonists is great. But even the company is inside is problematic. There's a culture of it. There, oh, it's so. a mess. It sounds like a huge mess. Everybody was. Everybody always thought, oh, Ubisoft, a progressive French firm with the uh, ideas of tomorrow today, and you know, all that. And it's turning out to be less true every day. But, but here's here's my my big overall take is this: do what you're going to do as a company, and then own it. Fess up to it. Be honest about it. If you have data that says only dudes sell, then make things with only dudes in it and admit to that. Don't dodge the question. Don't make up other excuses. If you're going to do that and be, and you're going to be less forward thinking in that regard, then own that and just be that. That's a thing you can do. That's free market doing what they want to do. Nobody should tell them to or to not to do those things. What I don't like as a consumer of their products is them making excuses or telling me stories or acting like everything's great. And then have it none of that be true. Like it's a it's turmoil in there. It's bad right now. And sometimes the answer might be uncomfortable, but I appreciate the honesty. Um, right. I was watching an interview with Neil Druckmann about Last of Us Part Two, and they talked about crunch. And they were like, "If you don't want to talk about it, let's not talk about it." And he's like, "I don't really want to talk about it much," but then he talked about it, yeah. and he said, "Yeah, we have a real problem with it in our studio." And it's really hard to walk that line of what's acceptable and what isn't. And basically, um, basically, he admitted it exists. He admitted it's something they fight against. But he also said we're a passionate group. And there are people who want to put in extra time and don't want to lose features. And we'll put in that extra time. And it's tough to tell them either too bad you can't do this thing you care about. Or, yeah, you can do it, but we're going to look bad because of crunch. You might hate his answer. You might hate that that's what he's saying and that's the stance he's taking. But at least he told it like it was and said, yeah, it's a problem. We still kind of do it. But yeah, 
I would like that. But, and if you're going to make, if you're going to make commitments to change stuff that you think is important for your employees, for your shareholders, for your fans, for whatever it is, then don't just say it or don't just make it up or just don't just act, like say who you are, be who you are. That's all I ask for anybody anymore these days. I don't care if you're a company or an individual. I'm so sick of freaking people saying things in bad faith. And this is Ubisoft just talking in bad faith for years to us as their consumers. We want to like your content. We want to like your games and you make good games. You wouldn't be a giant game making company if, if, if it wasn't true, but boy, you know, they always say, don't, don't ever, um, what's the word? Pick your heroes carefully or whatever. They should also say, pick the video game companies you like the most carefully because <laughs> well, they're yeah, going to disappoint I mean, you. You know, I would give you the advice. Don't ever like any company because <laughs> eventually it's going to come down to dollars and cents. And when yeah. they pick that, it's going to go bad. Yeah. Uh, which we've seen a lot of in a lot of companies we care very much about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know what? But, I'd argue 2019, 2020 has been the two years where I really learned a lot about what you're saying. <laughs> like my, <laughs> my devotion and, and, uh, and connection to a certain company has been tested hardcore and remains less than it used to be because of it. And it's, and it's a real bummer. And that's the thing I can't, it's a good lesson to have, like from a personal standpoint, don't count on a company having your back. The company has their own back and they should, they're not people. They're made of people, but they're not, they're not your friend. They're not your neighbor. They're not your wife or your husband. And even all those people I just mentioned may screw you eventually. (laughs) So, so just pick everybody carefully. And if you like what they put out, like I really, really like, um, and I'm playing it again right now. I like Ghost Recon Breakpoint a lot, and they patched it and made it awesome. But I'm and I'm okay to say, yeah, that game as a as a production has finally hit its stride and it's a good game. Well done. But I'm no longer gonna go, man, thank goodness Ubisoft keeps making these. Thank goodness they're behind it all. Boy, I sure can count on them when I need to. Like this last couple of weeks has been a real eye opener for them and it bum bums me out, man. Yeah. I, I, the only thing I would say is at least they're taking some action and I don't want to make it sound like that gets them off the hook completely, especially because we have found out worse and worse things and that maybe it's been known about and going on longer than we thought, but at least actions being taken, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't a case of us finding out that these individuals remain still protected. They were maybe protected longer than they should have been, but at least in a lot of cases, um, they're, they're, tossing them out, even extremely high ranking people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something it's not something to, to necessarily turn your nose at, uh, but it's, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Maybe it'll all work out in the end, but they need to prove it and then be honest about it before I will take their word for it anymore. Yeah. Cause it used to be, I would be like, Oh, well they're saying this is way. Then I would naively say, oh, okay, I believe him. Sure, they'll take care of it. They'll fix it or whatever. No, can't do that anymore. It's it's weird at my age to say this too because I just feel like I, I don't know. I feel like a bit of a Pollyanna when it comes to intentions, especially from corporations in a industry that I love, and they're letting me down in, in a, at a rate right now where I'm like, okay, I got to stop thinking that they're, <laughs> you know, that they're infallible or. Or it's also not healthy for me to think they can't do better. Like certainly companies like Riot have vastly improved their internal cultures to be a, a better place for people to work, a safer place to work, um, a more inclusive place to work. 
And so they should probably be applauded for that. But I'm no longer in this boat of like, you know, I just can't put them on a pedestal anymore. It's just dangerous. No, I think Ubisoft, <clears throat> Ubisoft seems to be taking action though. Yeah. I mean, I mean slowly one thing, like, I don't know the extent of it and if it's all just, um, you know, for the press and it's very minimal amount, but it sounds like they're, sounds like they removed some top brass within the company that were longtime trusted folk. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's indicative that as like, um, you know, an exemplar in the video game industry of AAA companies that they are cleaning up house yeah. right now. Um, and yes, it took <laughs> humiliation to do it, but that's in ge- shame, but that's generally how any company that has like stuck in its culture finally makes changes is when something shames them mm-hmm. uh, basically. So, you know, it's important function that uh, Jason Schreer does, as you can see, uh, just a catalyze change. And with that new philosophy, the games of the future for Ubisoft could be much better than they have been previously, actually. Yeah. Might be a weird I, short term though. I don't know. I mean, who knows? It just I, depends on like the, the, you know, the creativity behind it, right? It's just going to be who they get and how, what, how I, they move their studio forward with that, with the talent. Cause I, I take it. One of the guys that was removed was like lead of creative development. Yes. They could like say yes and no to games. So the kinds of stuff that'll be said yes to are probably going to be a lot different than they were with the big regime change like that. Mm. Yeah. Maybe hopefully in positive. well for the future. I don't remember syndicate being theirs. I thought that was an HP or a HP, a uh, EA thing. No, do I have that wrong? John, I swear. Assassin's Creed syndicate or oh, syndicate? Assassin's, Creed, Assassin's syndicate. Creed syndicate, not syndicate, yeah. the game series syndicate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got lazy with my typing. No, 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 no. I should have known just from reading it. Cause I'm like, wait, Ubisoft and I should have connected it. But in my head, I always want a new syndicate game. <laughs> like <laughs> I love syndicate. There's never been a girl only Assassin's Creed, right? No, no. it would have been Odyssey would have been it if they'd have run. There's if they'd 13 kept of them, right? Uh, four, 13, 14, something like that. Um, I mean, there's I never think, been a Tomb Raider with a dude, I suppose, but you know. I think if you go into like PSP games and spinoffs, there might be an offshoot one that has a female. Oh, oh so the girl thing. gets the shitty, you know, mobile port. That's awesome. <laughs> the side scroller I mean, one from India. I could be yeah. wrong, and I'm certainly not making that statement as a nah uh, like I'm agreeing with you, but just because someone out there will probably pull out the fact checker and go, well, technically I, I think uh, there was one, but it wasn't a main a tent pole game. It was right. a you know indie or you know, smaller price point deal. Well, and again, like I'm not so I am not gonna be one of those people that says Give me fifty exactly 50-50 or I'm out. That's not how I work. What I say is, do what you're going to do. We'll, I will judge your content on its merits, and I will either like it or I won't. But don't come at me with excuses and then be lying to me, and that's what they've done over the years, and that's why I'm mm-hmm. mad. Like it's to me, it's okay if they said, I think we better have a dude in here. There's a player part of the player base that just needs a dude to play. And we got to, we got to, we got to service that market as much as we're serving this other market. I understand that talk, that discussion, that meeting. I get it. Be straight with us about it. Tell us that you're doing that and own it. Like, I know that uh, that maybe that seems counter and that that's, that they're going to lose people because they say it that way. But that's all I want is some freaking honesty. Well, I think they were saying it though, but then they put a spotlight on it. I don't know if they were saying it though. That's the problem is like when they, like they've never talked about this 
her this was supposed to be uh her only game this last game they never talked about that until now well no. they no. um you know i th- i actually think the best option is what they're doing which is to give a choice right but i i mean i think that's great but i'm with you if they if they knew that cassandra was the story they wanted to tell and there was a reason for that i think they should have stuck by it yeah. um yeah. so Ultimately, I think they landed in a good enough place, but it is one of those things where it's frustrating to hear that they kept saying like, oh, let's do this thing. And it just never happened. Yeah. And I realize that we're a little bit of a sausage fest on this show and it would be nice to have the female perspective on that particular issue. But I think I can say from my point of view, outside of gender equality within the games and things like that, just be the company you say you're going to be. And if you're going to be if you're going to if you if you say that you're doing this the right thing or you give an excuse like ah oh, we didn't have time to animate the girl in there but the real reason is that you never really wanted to do it in the first place like you're just lying to me so stop doing that that's all that's all i would say be well honest said. uh yakuza like a dragon <laughs> there's a trailer for this so those yakuza games are kind of hard to get into for me i try Real hard. Well, this might be the one for you, as I saw Bo say something similar today, because it does yeah. not play like the other ones. It's an RPG. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's unclear. It doesn't it looks turn-based, maybe. I don't kind of care. I think the thing with Yakuza is I've always been mildly interested, but I'm like, I don't want to play a GTA-style game. And oh, there's so many of them, and they're probably long. It's a lot of time. I'll have to pass, but... This trailer, first of all, is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, for a million reasons. Second of all, George Takei is voice acting the English version. Uh, so I'm that's a big check for me. I was, I was like, oh, wait, every, really? every character or who? Just like one. Oh, I think I don't know what, but he's involved in the project. Okay. So maybe the main character. All right. And then also the main characters, it's an RPG. It, like it almost looks like a Final Fantasy, not like remake, but like maybe the Lightning Returns or something. Like it looks like a Final Fantasy Square Enix style RPG, but it's set in like normal, you know, Tokyo or whatever city in Japan. <laughs> so they're just wearing like business attire sometimes, but then they have these weird weapons. Like I think at one point, I'm not sure what that is. If it's a dildo that the girl character swings at a guy in the great, face and great. does like a super uppercut. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) I got to play this. I have to play this. The voice acting looks good. The story looks campy as as hell. Um, I think there's a room full of Yakuza just brawling. And and I'm just like, okay, I like this. This Yeah. I think that thing's like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know what that is I either. Know. I don't know. It's shaped dildo-y, <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's what it is. It's glowing a lot. I don't think the original item it's based on glows like that. Well, these games don't um, usually go for like the magic-y stuff, but this game's got like powers and magic. Well, at and- one point, the more homeless, like I think there's like a tech nerd guy that looks kind of homeless. Like yeah. he's one of the characters in your four-person party. Uh-huh. And he summons this, um, like, like this, wave of birds at one point and there is a clip of a giant crab somewhere and i'm like oh man this game's gonna be stupid like it's gonna be so stupid so japanese i'm in i want to play this game yeah really bad yeah yeah i kind of do too now that i've seen it um turn turn based i assume right 
Like, it seems like it's turn-based, but I don't know if they're going to do like a remake thing where it's more action-y, but still call it an RPG. I, I don't know. It looks turn-based, though. I'd be okay with turn-based. That seems like it'd be fun. I like those games from a just from an on-paper standpoint, but whenever oh, I play and them... and even I in get, the trailer, too, I'm watching yeah. it now, they like do they riff on Final Fantasy at one point that main character with all the hair. Yeah. He's looking up at a giant corporate tower and there's green lightning in the sky, smashing it. The same, you know, the same thing they do with final fantasy seven remake when cloud is looking at the Shinra building. Mm-hmm. They literally do that in the trailer. It's mm. so, it's such a nice touch. Nice. Well, all right. This seems like, uh, <laughs> are you going to play this John? I, I, I might. I really, from afar, I really like the Yakuza games. I'm in the same boat where playing them tends to be my actual hurdle, but they're, realistic until you dive into them and you just get into such wackiness. I mean, I saw cutscenes from, I, I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before it, but I saw a lot of cutscenes from one of them. And there was like, they were riffing on Michael Jackson and Steven Spielberg being in the game, trying to film a movie. <laughs> and like it took place in the eighties. So there was a guy who's like, I have a cell phone and he's wearing a backpack with a giant antenna coming off of it. And like there was some stuff in that game that I saw that I was just like, wow, this game looks amazing. Yeah. And I, I never actually played it. So problem is uh, i don't know i don't know what the entry point is anymore because they've got yakuza zero which is like a remake of the original game i guess and then there's others zero, i think is its original game but it's a prequel to everything oh is my understanding of zero okay that's why I'm so confused. It's, a, it's an original game but it takes place before everything else that happens and then they did a remake of one and i think a remake of two which came out after zero yeah um yeah, and that's, so yeah that's what and i'm thinking I, of i don't know they also do weird like here's a Halloween one where everybody's zombies and their spirits and stuff like yeah. that game is not afraid to be wacky and over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a live stream once of someone play one of the Yakuza's, but all he was doing was doing the mini game of like, you know, race car tracks with the triggers. Yeah. There, there's, there's a mini game where you race on race car tracks against these guys who are like, and it's like, it's super like Japanese, but it's like race car. And you're like, just pushing one button really. <laughs> that sounds kind of great. That sounds great. I mean, yeah, I, love, I, I love wacky over the top, over the top stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. more, it's not even like some people say, Scott, this sounds very anime. No, it's not the same. It's like, this is a different kind of like, it's like GTA meets, um, oh, Final Fantasy. Kind of, yeah. Like Shenmue, if Shenmue was actually entertaining. Yeah. And fun. And good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no offense to everyone who loves Shenmue. Shenmue fired. I wish I liked Shenmue. I just could never do that game. I, tried. I liked it back in the day, and then I tried it again as an older person and went, what is yeah. this? Didn't do it for me. All the excitement over three just did nothing for me. That's out. No one talks about it. No one talks about Shenmue 3. It was supposed to be the big end-all be-all. That was the other thing. Is today I was just looking at some old Kickstarters that like took the world by storm and then kind of thudded out of the gate. That's one of them. Unless some someone's going to hear this and go, whatever, that's my favorite game. Okay, it's fine. But that's one of them in my mind. <laughs> the Ouya. I was looking at Ouya stuff today. What, yeah. a, oh, what, a, yeah. what a hot rock that thing turned out to be. Like... So dumb, dude. So bad. It didn't do anything. The best thing that came out of it was a game that was coming to everything else anyway, eventually. They just paid to have exclusivity to uh, Towerfall, 
the first Towerfall game for a while. Oh, yeah. And that game was great. Don't you know, no argument there. I loved it. Played on the PlayStation like crazy, but that was the point. It was on my PlayStation. I didn't need an Ouya to play it. Like what a what a thing. Anyway, uh if this also I really like uh John, I think Bo and I talked about it a little bit, but what was that sleep is it Sleeping Dogs was the one set Sleeping in Hong Dogs. Kong? Yeah. If there's there's a little of that in here in terms of like, you know, organized crime and all that. So yeah, I'd probably play this. When's this due out? Do we know? Uh, uh this year. November? Like, I didn't I think it's November. Yeah. Dude, November's getting busy. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like I'm like I'm going to be playing Cyberpunk and Yakuza now. Great. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like November's going to kill me now. Yeah, this will be out. Oh, yeah, there it is. PS uh, PS1 or sorry, PlayStation 4, Xbox 1, and there is a PS5 version coming as well. I might I might make it oh, P, well, I won't have a PS5. Oh, it says Oh, this is interesting. Hmm. They've confirmed for PS5, but it won't be a uh, won't be a launch title. It will be a S- Xbox Series X launch title. So that's interesting. Uh, I'll buy it on PC then. Yeah, I probably just get the PC version. Yeah. Seems like the kind of thing I'd want to play on PC, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, it looks like a good couch game. If it's a controller, like it'd be kind of fun to actually sit down and play that one. So I might. We'll see. How do you guys feel about this uh, No Man's Sky horror update? Space horror, space fright. I don't know what's in it, but I did recently download No Man's Sky because mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'd play it, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, I would, I, I will try this, but I'm a little nervous because I don't like scary <laughs> games. Yeah, scary. I games mean, that game me. is pretty effective. I, I always wondered why they didn't lean into the horror aspects because there is there is an unnerving quality to No Man's Sky, which yeah. never it never really reaches. I mean, there's occasionally some weird things. They've they've gotten better. I don't know if you guys ever saw like the Cthulhu esque eyes in the water. Since oh yeah, those previous updates. Yeah, those are weird. Yeah, like those are pretty creepy, and the things that like jump out of the ground are pretty creepy. But yeah, they're going into like derelict freighters that you have to make your way through that have you know creatures running around and evil AIs setting turrets and things on you. They oh. did a lot of work with the lighting to try and get things a little more atmospheric, yeah. things like that. They've made some changes to the shooting. I haven't played it yet, but I mean, I'm a, I think it's a cool addition. I mean, if you're going to sit down and you're going to say, like, what are we going to work on next? Let's make combat more entertaining. Adding the horror element to the game is uh, kind of a neat idea. Yeah. I mean, I I just love that they keep updating it and they and with big, meaningful chunks of content. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to get in and play a bit soon. Yeah, I have to hop in there and see. Another free update. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer. Though. I'm going to watch it right now, live on the show. Perfect. Perfect time for that. Bo reacts yeah. to No Man's Sky. Check out his hot new YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Okay. You know, I make fun of React videos, but I actually watch them a lot. Like what kind? Tell me, what, what do you look for in a reaction I don't know. video? I just like... Uh, do you like you like trailer reactions, that kind of thing, or... Um, not really trailer reactions. Those always feel a little fake to me, but like people who play through like games or people who are going to see, see things for the first time. I don't know if they're, if they're in a field or field adjacent and they have something to offer informative about what's going on. I like those. Yeah. What if it's uh? What if somebody's like they all they do is taste Oreos for you? What do you think of that? No, I don't need that. I don't like that. It's not really your jam. No. Okay. No. 
unless there's some sort of Oreo cookie expert. Even then, Ana- analytic yeah, reaction yeah. videos are good. Like if someone, if it's just someone with a like a thoughtful reaction, that's part of the conversation. Those are good. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, like there's a there's a guy. Um, I guess you can search for him and consider this something of a plug. Um, but it's uh, it's called Filmmaker Reacts, and he's been doing a lot of video game trailers. So he's a guy. I don't think he's you know like done a ton major movie wise but he makes his own movies and stuff like that and he's been doing a lot of the blizzard cinematics and reacting to them i kind of watch those just because when he watches these things he's like a little kid and that's fun it's fun watching people experience things that you enjoyed and you get that like fresh-eyed wonder that yeah. you we're all too jaded to feel anymore. <laughs> right. Like somebody sees the Lich King cinematic for the first time. We see it and we're like, yeah, this was cool. But you see someone who's never seen it before and it's just like, what is this? Yeah. Did this come before Game of Thrones? You know, like that sort of thing. You're like, yeah, it did. Do, yeah, cool do, uh, I want to see this. I'll have to look it up. I, the idea of a filmmaker reacting to the filmmaking techniques of those cinematics is, is like interesting to me. And that's like an yeah. interesting discussion what i don't like are ones where it's just watch somebody be freaked out by something or grossed out by something like all the reaction videos to what was the uh, two girls and four cups or what was the deal what was that oh yeah no not that stuff yeah i don't want that that i don't want that stuff in my life just because i just i don't even know the the one the one good part about that is um when they show old people vr porn (laughs) (laughs) that's good google that wait is that real that's the thing Oh, yeah. Kids react and old people react are pretty good channels. Wait, as are you, well. is that a thing you're talking about VR porn or old people watching VR? Porn no, there really is. No, there really is just like a series of channels called old people react. Oh, here's so one. Like, but, but but to the VR, but to like their first time, like getting. I don't know about well, VR porn. I never saw that one. Just <laughs> say some some old dude, and they show him a video of some young buck, like on top of them banging them or something like that. They're like, Oh my God. Well, this one. Okay. So I found one called complex is the channel. Anyway, yeah, VR porn reactions on Oculus from old people. So it's just them in the room. (laughs) Not right. Let me play a tiny bit of this and see what we get. I don't want to get in trouble for it. I'm 64 years old. Mm, 67. I'm 79. 69. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. Nice. Nice, you 69. Really? Really? You want to go there? <laughs> uh, we'd all get together in one of the dorm rooms. And it was all like um, a 16-minute real film. Okay, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm going to get the headsets on. <laughs> they're reminiscing about their old orgies? Is it wrong video, Scott? It might have been. Okay, now they have headsets on. Here we go. Here, is that right? Okay, there's a honey there. She's uh, got her back to me. <laughs> well, they're young and professional. Dude, I told you I don't bat for this team. So now. <laughs> All right. There's some fun in that. They're just sitting there. With also, yeah. Case in point, we just reacted to a react video. So, right. You know, also it says reaction. These also yeah. aren't these aren't Oculus headsets. The video is lying. Yeah, maybe find a different one. Like, there's some good ones out there when they're All shocked. Right. Like, you got you have to get somebody who's like wasn't a hippie. Somebody who's like pretty pinned in yeah and they exist they're out there i should get my and if they're new it's not as shocking now old people get it like you need like a video that's old as old as possible i'll tell you here's here's a guilty pleasure as far as youtube goes and something that i watch and i'm like 
weirdly obsessed with. Both me and my girlfriend watch these videos. A okay. Lot. There's a channel that is called Irish People Try, and it's <laughs> Irish people trying various things. Okay. <laughs> All right. What the came, hell is this? It came up immediately. <laughs> it's on what now? <laughs> and it's really good. Get him, Daddy. What get is him. It Irish people try. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Uh, I don't see. know, Billy. I don't <laughs> think I can do that. Let's see. Here's a couple of I'm so hungover. I'm so hungover. It's New Year's Tuesday. Yeah. So wait, just Irish people trying? Is it the Try Channel? Is it the Try Channel? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sweet free plug to you guys. There you go. All right. Yeah. YouTube, man. I don't it's know. It's good. It's good. There, there are weird things we find on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it I, wound up in my recommended at some point. I watched it. It was amazing. I still love fail videos. I wa- I'll watch fail army all night. So I, I, get, yeah. I get, I get running into something where you're like, oh, this is my jam and then watching it. Is, is there one thing they've tried that stands out to you is really good? Cause a lot of this is like alcohols and I'm like, okay, it's, you know, we're, I don't want to watch I mean, Irish the, people. The alcohols are pretty good. I think uh, the reason I liked the alcohols is there's this one lady on there. I can't remember what her name is, but she's not phased by anything. You see all these dudes, all these Irish dudes just going, oh, God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And she's like, hmm, that is a little unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, man, what a champ. Yeah. Irish people try the death nut challenge. What's oh, the there's one, uh, Bo, you would like. It's Irish people trying Canadian candy. That's on there somewhere. Wait, what are death nuts? Oh, the world's know. hottest peanuts. Okay. <laughs> so the death nut challenge. Uh, that's food again. Don't they try to do things like backflip and stuff? Why, why are they no, always eating food? Mostly it's food and drinks. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that they're. Oh my gosh, there are hundreds, maybe thousands of, of death of nut reactions. Yeah, the Irish yeah. people try a lot of things. We're uh, we're a uh, hearty people. But even like the death nut, if you just do death nut challenge and search for that, the re- video results go for miles. Oh, death nuts! Yeah, yeah. I don't know what a death nut is, but these guys it's are eating a them. really hot nut, super hot peanut. I wouldn't know I which one of these to even click. I don't even know who to look at. Well, I appreciate don't you remember the, work the, ethic. the one chip challenge? Like that was a whole big thing. That was a thing. And then d- what was the one where you had to do a review of a video game after eating the hottest pepper in the world? What was that called? Hot. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, there was somebody who was doing that. It was game. Oh, what was that called? But you had to eat a hot pepper and then you had to review whatever game you just played. So if you just played, I don't know, Hitman two, you would eat this ghost pepper and then you'd go, okay, ghost or sorry, Hitman two. Uh, we find Agent well, I, 47 again. It's like that. And you do a whole review. Yeah. Was that remember, on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down? Was that Xavier Woods' channel maybe. that did that? I don't remember. Freaking Tw- Twitch streamers did a lot of the ghost pepper thing for like donation goals or like if they lose a game or something. Yeah. Like they lo- I, I think Crip was doing it when he lost a hardcore character. He'd have to have a punishment or something like that. I can't remember what it was. But one of them was eating a ghost pepper. Was... uh. Um, who am I thinking of? I saw somebody do something like that on Twitch as well. I guess that is a thing. We could have one of those on our channel here. We could say, all right, if yeah, we, no, um, no, if we, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody if, send us the one chip challenge. If Bo, okay, no, if Bo mentions a brand that no John, John and I have never heard of, uh, John and I have to, what, John, what's our punishment? What do we do? So Bo goes, oh, yeah, you never had one of these Canadian Dingledorfs? And we go, Dingledorfs, never had a Dingledorf. All right, now Scott and John have to what? What do we have to do? What's our what's Wear our punishment? a diaper for a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, I don't want. Okay, never mind. This is a terrible idea. I don't oh, want this. Yeah, don't get well, the, the idea is to find something painful yeah. or humiliating, but not too painful or humiliating that, you know, it's just in that sweet spot. I mean, right now, <laughs> it's a little hard because none of us are going anywhere. I don't like, want to make you guys do any of that stuff. I think it's stupid. It is pretty stupid. But it gets views. Look yeah. at this. This this Irish one with the death nut. 2,440,000 views. That's a lot of views on the, cha- on the yeah, channel. I was going to say, you said that like an Irish person. <laughs> We're putting end. Ireland on the map, boys. Keep it up. <laughs> 13 million Scoville units. Don't you I mean, know? This is why I think you would like that channel, Scott. You would be there just for the accents. You wouldn't even care what they were trying. You would just want to listen to the voices. All right, that's if this a channel becomes nut. popular enough, we'll be able to leave England for good. When I said put your spicy nuts in my mouth, this isn't what I meant. Is it like that the whole time? No? All right. No, I'm going to play a little here. Hold on. Let's see if you know. Who among us hasn't taken a square of Tabasco? Okay, what? All right. Yeah, it does. Like, well, Harry just all of a sudden, like, hallucinating me, and I thought, Fine, it's grand. We live. Will we? It doesn't hurt. (laughs) I don't see an end to this. All right. Uh, I'll take John's word for it. I'll check him out later and see what I can find there. All right, moving on. Final Fantasy VII-R Part Two in full development. You guys are going to finish your game that you only started. That you just started. I know. I'm excited well, about it. I don't it. know if they're going to finish it. It's just Part Two. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> they're going to at least get to Part Two as doesn't, it turns doesn't out. Doesn't this get you out of uh, what's the town? What's the city called? Midgar. Uh, yeah, Midgar. but it's a big world, and based on they did a whole game for Midgar. I'm I wouldn't shock me to find that there's a like a Final Fantasy VII chapter that's just the gold saucer (laughs) for those who don't know like me what the hell is the gold saucer i don't know what that is gold saucer is like this paradise actually i think one of the characters in the remake references it as she performed theater there but the gold saucer is is like this casino wonderland it's this like marvelous beautiful place it's opulent but like the product of you know taking all the Mako and, and enriching the lives of humanity for all these modern day wonders. Right. Yeah. So gold saucer is like the most obnoxious place where you can gamble, go on rides. Like it's just, it's Disney world in Las Vegas, you know, flipped on each other. It's a, you know, you don't remember gold saucer. Uh-uh. I don't, there was Chocobo or Chocobo racing there. And uh, I know there's a roller coaster and yeah. some of the romance story between, you know, cloud and this, characters uh, happens that i imagine in this new version you'll be dressing as a woman again you're gonna pick up saucer. all the annoying characters of final fantasy 7 well <laughs> all right if somebody said to me hey scott describe final fantasy 7 here's how i would do it okay uh steampunk town uh ladies talking to a a steam grate in the street for some reason yeah, camera's whipping around her a little bit. Okay. Yep. She's down Go there on. and she finds a flower or some kind of rock in there or something. So she's Oh, you're just it. describing the <laughs> intro. Okay. Yeah. So far we're not past the opening <laughs> cuts. We're gonna be here a we long gonna, time. But- I thought we were gonna paint with broad strokes, but we're still just right. describing well, let the me, first uh, let me scene. broaden those strokes. So the lady's got a rock or something like that, and she's like, Oh, look at this rock, and then and then a train's coming and, and on top of it, uh, Cloud, who has the giant sword, he's running on there. And um, him and his friend, uh, Jeebus, what's his name? Uh, Barrett. Barrett. He's the he's his big friend and they and now they're, they're on an adventure together. 
in the steampunk town and uh that's a place where you fight stuff and that's all i could tell you i don't know nothing else about that game <laughs> really you, you should you should pick up remake at some point and get into it i'm you sure you'll should, hate it Scott. all right I, it's good I, I, it's it's really good but i don't know if you'll really like it or not <laughs> i don't I think it's Scott very melodramatic. Like it. I think so? he'll like it. All right. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what. When I bought and tried to play the game back in 97, I thought I would like it. And I did up until a point. And that point was random battles. And then I went, nope, I hate these. I'm not doing this anymore. Well, and this that, doesn't have those. Okay. Good deal. It I does, t- however, have an extremely thirsty Jesse <laughs> who you may not be able to put up with. Thirsty. Yeah, I mean, all, the characters will all you'll all find them problematic because they're <laughs> they're it's melodramatic. Everything is melodramatic, and you know, I don't uh, think you'll mind the melodramatic. I think it's just going to be the girl that's constantly like, "You want to come back to my place?" Like, and I think that's going to be the one that gets it. No, I think she'll be interesting because when you go back to her place, she's like, she's not like she. She's a complicated character in that she's flirting with Cloud constantly, but she's not really. She has this like depth to her that that's a facade, you know. Yeah. That she's the one in the red. Like she's she has a red. She's a great on. character. She's the red glove yeah. girl. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. her? Uh, what's her catchphrase that she's always saying that she says when you do go over to her place and she uh, sends you away? It says you like, got you JK, got you got JK, what JK. I need. Oh, JK. I have JK out of my way. I don't she's know. Got, I don't know what she's she got something where she's just like, it, it's the equivalent of just being like, just kidding or just messing with you. But she yeah, says yeah, she, okay. She does have a line that I can't think of. You're right. But, uh, and is the guy yeah, with a really good. pointy, uh, hair part, Sephiroth, Seph, 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 Sephiroth. What is it? Yes. With the gray long hair, Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. he bad guy. Is that his deal? Oh yeah, he's the main antagonist, and his sword is like longer than his body. It's amazing. Okay, seems, uh, he's cool. Seems impractical, but, but, but like you know, the villains are going to be weird. My favorite villain is Rufus. Yeah. I forgot about that guy from the original because he's he's like the son of the head of Shinra. He has his own ideas about what to do with the company, but they made him like extra fabulous in this game uh-huh. he's got this trench coat dress yeah. that is weird <laughs> like it's weirdly very male looking but very also effeminate it's just, you're, you take it in and you're like whoa this is a crazy design he's got a gun blade like the final fantasy 8 guys do uh-huh. um he's awesome yeah. and uh yeah i love I, yeah i think you should I want you to play that game, but I want you to like it. And I can't ask you to, to emotionally feel something. <laughs> it's like, I don't want you to play it if you're not going to like it. Cause don't waste your time. Well, I'm somebody like, oh, send me a disc and I'll try it and I'll just borrow it and play it. And if I like it, you'll know right away. It'll go on sale, right? It'll oh, is, probably is it on PC yet. Oh, we're waiting a year. Oh yeah. We're waiting PC. for PC. Yeah. I don't want to wait. That's anymore. what's happening. That's what I think I was going to do. Get it. Just get it on PS4. You'll have a nice time on your PS4. It's been a long time. Bid it a fond farewell, Scott. Unless yeah. you play Last of Us Part Two, then. Well, I was know. thinking about getting that uh, Visions of Sushio. What's his name? What <laughs> Visions of Sushio? Sorry, sorry. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Ghost on of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Thank Visions you. Visions of Sushio. It's <laughs> a way better name. Than Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I can't tell if it's racist or not. It's not not racist. I just just couldn't remember the gosh dang name. 
But the I always forget that I just can't get the, the guys that thing's name right. But I was thinking about getting that, making that my last hurrah on there. I was thinking. No, you've got at least three games you need to still play on your PS4. No, I'm getting also, Last of Us. There's a big sale right now, Scott. I know, but I'm getting Last of Us two on. Um, I'm getting that on a PS5. That's happening. You don't even know that it's coming out on. I, PS5. John, I will bet you. Not just my left nut, both my nuts. It'll there will be a version on the PS5. Oh, I guarantee Why it's coming. I, I guarantee it. He guarantee wants to it. Prove how much he believes that. And for the record, he's right. It, it's gonna totally. Of course they it. are. Play it. Play it on PS4. It looks great. Mm. Play yeah. that. Play Final Fantasy VII and Ghosts of Tsushima. Play them. Play them all. But, uh, John, can you, we call realize, this episode "Visions of Sushio"? Please. But you realize everything you just mentioned is a sixty dollar each experience. Like I can't. I don't want to just There's buy a those. Sale right now. They might. Some of them might be on sale. All right. I doubt it. Yeah, wait for sales. Just check wait for it. Sale. If, how about this? If Final Fantasy is on sale, you should get it on PS4. If it's not, <laughs> Visions of Samoshi just came out, or whatever we're calling it now. That just hit like a week ago. That's probably not on sale. You're probably right. Uh, I want to try it. People keep t- uh, being tempted. Final Fantasy, uh, it, it should go on sale on the PlayStation soon too. I'd be willing to bet. <laughs> All right, as part of Christmas or something. Maybe I'll do. I that. don't know, man. Like I'm it's even tempted to replay it. Percent uh, off on things. I almost you got get Spider-Man for twenty bucks right now. I have Spider-Man. I was almost. I was you tempted to play that again. Star Wars that. Jedi Fallen Order for thirty. Oh, I don't have that, but I can get that for cheaper on PC. I may as well just get yeah, it there. <clears throat> I don't know. I want visions of Sushio. That's what I want. I think. I don't know. We'll see how things go. All right. Uh, what else? Ghosts of Tsushima, which is literally written right here. I could have read it before. It's, yep, uh, it's it on is. the next note down. Uh, it outsold Paper Mario out of the gate, but both sold and reviewed quite well. Um, I got Paper Mario. I'll talk about it when we talk about the games we played. I have a lot to say about that thing. Um, actually, it was kind of a choice. It was that or Ghosts. For, I was going to decide which one to get, and I ended up getting Mario. And um, I'll tell you why and why. Or I'll tell you what and why here in a minute. Uh, I'm anxious to hear about Paper Mario because I've been tempted. That game looks whimsical and fun. It is. And it's funny, like genuinely funny in a way. I I don't know why it made me laugh, but I was seeing I was watching some gameplay footage and it was a bunch of monsters from Mario sitting around a table and one of and there's just a piece of like an open uh, like canned food can in yeah. the middle of the table in front of them yeah. and one of them when you talk to him he just goes food out of a can is the best and that's <laughs> all he says and it just made me laugh there's a lot of that there's a, a considerable of amount of time yeah it it there is a lot of that kind of humor and it really works for me it's it's a delightful little game and i'll tell you about it now as we move over into this part of the show Super Mario Paper, sorry, Super Paper Mario, The Origami King is the full title. I played it. I'm not done. Um, that game is very, very cool. Uh, from beginning to end, delightful story, amazing graphical treatment. Everything's made of paper. The ridiculous Origami King and what he's doing to the denizens of the of the Mushroom Kingdom is kind of hilarious. He's all emo and has like hair over his face, but, but he's a but he's origami. He's made out of origami. So it's just like a piece of paper over his face. And he's just kind of a dick. And um, the regular villains in the Mario kingdom or in the, in the mushroom kingdom are kind of in the same boat you are. So Mario like runs into Bowser and Bowser's like a folded up piece of cardboard and he's pissed. 
He's like, damn it, Mario, fix this for you. know, he's he's as mad as you are about what's going on. Princess Peach has been turned into a, a thing. This isn't these aren't spoilers. You find them out right away. But she's been turned into a an origami version of her, and the 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 great folding of society is happening, and you're trying to stop it from happening. And there's great mechanics, great little story points, good stuff. It is not an RPG, uh, not in the traditional sense. It has some elements, but it's not like Thousand Year Door or whatever. Um, but this is a giant step ahead of what that last that sticker star or whatever it was on 3ds. Um, oh yeah, that game was kind of a bummer. It was okay, but it wasn't. There was really nothing special about that game. This has this is a way better game, but it's really more of an adventure uh, type game and not really an RPG. The 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 only complaint I have about it, sadly, it's kind of a big one. But and you probably heard people talk about it before. The combat wears really thin really quick and that can be true of a lot of like turn-based rpg style stuff but in particular this one has decided to do the old school super mario or super paper mario slash mario and luigi style bonk them on the head take your turn if you hit it right you get more damage get a cool pair of boots because you found them somewhere now you do extra damage blah 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 that stuff's in there the hammer's in there and it's all turn-based but when you go into a battle, you go to fight like a paper Goomba and then the, the a big arena opens up and in the arena, you're now arranged in these big circular things and it's like a puzzle and all of the characters are in weird random places and you have so much time, like 10 seconds and two moves to like move these wheels that hold the characters on it and get them in a certain pattern so that you can get the most damage possible, hit the most guys at once get a whole line of them, whatever you get bonus to damage. If you can set those up and if you set those up great, and then things go well, if you don't, it kind of sucks because you take a lot of damage. Anyway, that's fun two, three times after that. It's like, ugh. I find myself kind of avoiding combat uh, when I can, because it's, it's, that's tedious. It's a pretty tedious combat system. Yeah. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world and there's certainly way worse examples of combat, but I think it's a bit of a bummer. I wish it was just straight up, just like turn-based. Let me jump on their heads three times and get out of here kind of thing. But, but they decided to make it a little bit more complicated. I know some people who really like it. They love it. So this is just me. Take my, you know, grain of salt, whatever. It has not though. It has not diminished how much fun I'm actually having with the overall experience. I really like the story a lot. I like the graphics a lot. I like the humor. It's very funny, um, like legit funny. I have laughed out loud at this stupid game, and it's not. It's not just because it's dumb humor. It's like really well timed humor, and they really pull out some like great fourth wall like Mario tropes and and have fun with them. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's very cool. So right now, it's a recommend. I'm not far enough to say, you know, 100 percent for sure if the whole thing was worth the 60 bucks or not, but. But so far, I'm enjoying it. And I wish that combat, and I guess the combat does get more interesting later because you do a lot of different stuff later on. But right now, that combat is just like, okay, this is like the worst part of the game. But thankfully, it's not the most. Uh, that's not what you spend most of your time doing. Like combat is a thing you do, but not all that often. So yeah. Anyway, uh, outside of that, very cool game. If that combat was up to snuff, though, I would be raving about this game because the rest of it really is good. So. I mean, it's just got such a cool look with the, I mean, they lean into the paper aesthetic in a, mm-hmm. 
like even just little ripples i'm looking i'm watching a little footage of it right now yeah and like even just little ripples in the paper like if something turns it doesn't just turn flat there's like a little wave to it and Yep. I don't know. They do some really cool things. I'm just watching this because I want to see the line again about the freaking canned food. Well, you know, like if you buy a dog. Oh, it's just everybody <laughs> loves canned food. It's just a big can of food, right? When they, you know, you know how like in real life, like on a box of donuts, you might have uh, a pull tab of paper that you pull off. It's always really satisfying. There's a lot of things to open that have like that on it. And you have this ability to like grab onto that thing and just go pull it off just like you would off a, an actual paper box or something. It has a real tactile feel about all the paper stuff. And I don't know. It just really works. It's also just got some nice touches. Like I was in a dungeon like place and the lighting in there is casting shadows of my little sticker Mario guy on all the walls and mm-hmm. just like a cool, cool treatment on all that stuff. So I like it a lot. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure there are going to be some people who just cannot get past this combat. But once you accept the game for what it is and you realize, well, it's not really an RPG and you don't need to fight at every turn um, to progress, then you'll go, oh, okay, it's more like I'm playing through an adventure and there's some cool world puzzles I need to follow or figure out and ways to unlock the next areas and stuff. I just think it's very creative. I like it a lot. Uh, I also did another experiment. You guys will love this one. I went and I don't know why I did this. I know why I did this. Last week we talked about 40k games again, and we talked about playing um, Spice, Spice Marine. Marine right? Got him, it's the Spice Marine. <laughs> 2008, 2009, whatever it was, Space Marine for the 360, PS3, and PC. And I uh, already owned this, and uh, people were talking about it again because it was part of the humble bundle. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to fire that up. So I did. I also noticed John fired it up. I saw him log in. I tried. I couldn't get it to launch. It kept crashing. Oh, weird. That is weird. Yeah. Probably your ultra wide, maybe. Oh, Could maybe. Be. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. It, 16, didn't, it didn't like something about it. It would never launch for me. 16.9 mm-hmm. was no problem for me. But um, anyway, uh, that game holds up. It's a good, that's a fun game. Like, it's legit good and really leans into the aesthetic I love about 40K in that universe and doesn't look too bad considering it's 12 years old or whatever. Um, anyway, that got me on a path. And that path was a lot like my. You guys remember my 4X thing I did where I'd installed every 4X game and played them all? Mm-hmm. I kind of did this with 40K games. I went and found all the 40, Warhammer 40K games that I own or have uh, and installed everything and just went, all right, how's this doing? What have they done to this? Oh, this has been updated. Let's try this out. Uh, it's everything from that space RTS one to um, freaking one of the... Uh, how's the second Space Hulk? Uh, pr- I think I have it. Pretty good. If it's the one they I'm did, they, of. There was a first one, and then they did a re-release, and oh, it was just like, interesting. Let me run Steam real quick, and I'll tell you, because I think that's the one I installed, and I think it's pretty rad if it's the one I'm thinking I think of. it's Space Hulk Tactics is the update, like not the original one. Right. Space Hulk Tactics. It says uh, mixed reviews. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. That's always a little dangerous. Um, Hold on. Space here we go. Space Hulk Tactics. That is one of the ones I installed. Um, How was that one? That one, I liked. I like it. Uh, it's hard, though. It's it's basically the board game. And they don't shy away from difficulty on that one. And that maybe is the complaint. In fact, some of these reviews are calling that out, saying this thing is just way too freaking hard. So it's really hard. I died a lot, but I think it looks really cool. 
And it has the vibe of like, oh my gosh, I'm a giant space mech and, or, you know, spacesuit guy in the middle of a hallway and terrible things are happening. And there's this great first person view you can get into when you're fighting and it's pretty cool. Um, the other one is Space Hulk Deathwing, which is more of a, I don't even know how to describe that one. That one's like Left for Dead kind of. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's the first person shooter one, right? Yeah, I kind of like that too. I like all of them, whatever. They're all good. Um, I installed, let's see, what else? I don't have the right, my PCs, I don't have the monitor turned on over there, so I can't tell you all the names, but I installed them all. Strategy games, Mechanicus again, Gladius is another strategy game. Just like everything I had so I could just get my face full of 40K. Just just couldn't get enough. And I, and I walked away fully satisfied for a while. I think I'm good. I don't need to play any 40K games for a while. But I am going to try to... I'm actually going to try to finish this run of, of Space Marine because I really like it. It's great. Yeah, Space Marine is really good. Yeah. I wonder... Yeah. Wish they'd have done a sequel. It really bums me out. Oh, uh, the one that really disappointed me, though, and I was so bummed about this because Dawn of War 2, I loved. Okay? It was like their strategy yeah. game, but they, were, but they got to... It was more like squads and... Yeah, I played through some of it. I just didn't get very far. Oh, I loved that game, but I didn't like the first game. The first Dawn of War game was too much like StarCraft, and I just didn't. I don't. I don't want to micromanage a bunch of stuff. But I like the second one's focus on squads. It was a little more like their World War II game. I can't remember Company of Heroes. That's it. Uh, same people relicted that. So I thought, well, okay, I like that better. And then three, which is only a couple years old now, went back to the old RTS thing with a little bit of hero stuff thrown in. That's a little MOBA like. And it, I didn't like it. It bummed me out. I didn't like it. So sorry. It's, it looks great. Sounds great. There's some cool stuff in there, but I don't want to play. I don't want to play an RTS the way RTSs are right now. I just, or the, the way RTSs used to be. I want to play something different. And this was not different enough. So, so that uh, bummed have me you, out. Have you checked out that disintegration thing? I think it's out in early access. Uh, yeah, I actually got a code for it, but I've not installed it yet. But I keep hearing it's cool. Uh, I'm really interested in that because it looks weird and bizarre. Like, who'd play this? But at the same time, it also looks like it's really fun, too. Let's see. Uh, like, disintegration. This is the one from the, the X-Halo people, right? Yeah, where it's like you play as a character, but it's in 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 the map, but it's a strategy game where you have to control live on the battlefield your units, right? Like an actual, um, and it's in third person. And I'm there was a develop. I can't remember who they said it was, but there's a there's a big name attached to it, even though it's kind of an indie game. Well, it's V1 Interactive, and I think these guys are. If I haven't, if I have it right in my head, they're X. Yeah, they're X Halo. That's what it is. They all worked on Halo. Or the Halo game. So they used to be oh, okay. Bungie people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, they have done like strategy stuff before with the Halo Wars and stuff like that. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I think it looks cool, but I think it, it's hard for people to react to it because it's something new, you know, like mm-hmm. it, so far the reviews are mixed. I guess it's, oh, you can already buy it. Oh yeah. Is it's, it, it's, is it just it's out? Early access right now, I think. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's just out. No, it's just out. Oh, well, I have a code for this somewhere. I should install it somewhere. Anyway, yeah, it seems interesting. No one's ever really nailed that, right? Get down in the thick of the battle, but also pull the camera up and be a good RTS. Like nobody's quite mastered that. So it'd be nice to see. Yeah, if lots of people did. try it. Yeah. Very few execute it well. Yeah. Well, they say the game over, like, oh, there's a lot of thumbs down and they're, they're actually not like joke thumbs downs. They're like, oh, this game is just not good. Like it's, 
Dunaway's raving funny. about it for some reason. He thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, maybe it is good. I don't know. I this don't know. was sometimes these mixed things are really like they send you mixed signals. Weird signals. <laughs> yeah, because it looks cool. Yeah. Mixed reviews. Well, in I there. mean, mixed I think we signals. all have our thing that's not maybe critically well received, but we really like it, you know. So Dunaway likes this a lot. Yeah, Dunaway really likes it. He he's like an indie game player. He pl- he plunked down sixty six ninety nine. Is this price really sixty six ninety nine Canadian? Oh, Canadian, yeah, forty nine. Oh, here. I was like, that's a weird price. <laughs> yeah. The price is sixty six ninety nine here. Uh, I, sh- I shit you not. I'll send you a screenshot. It's forty forty nine ninety nine US at the moment. I mean, that's a lot of money for a game. And if I remember listening uh, to the final my final score days, yeah, oh, the way he likes the mods and the demos, and he doesn't strike me as a person that's just gonna turbo drop money down on <laughs> well, just anything. Guess what? he really likes he likes the free code he got for disintegration he loves that part of it so. <laughs> i mean he totally yeah. did this free yeah. game is great yeah. you mean you can buy these damn yeah sorry oh yeah there's dunaway he's in the chat he got the code he's in oh the sweet he's there i'm yeah, talking yeah. shit about it <laughs> you know you're Who not the hell is this guy he knows he's a cheap gamer he knows you don't have to tell him he's good yeah. that he was the one he was the person that um I would have loved to have met the most when I went to the Nerdtacular, but he wasn't there that year. Oh, that sucks. We should make that happen yeah. in the future in some weird future. Uh-huh. Nerdtacular oh, people 20... can interact with one another again. Yeah, 21. that'd be nice. You, you think, think 20... you'll ever do another one? I was going to do it this year, and then nature had another plan. <laughs> yeah. So, it might take a bit of time. Let's settle the pandemic first. and If it's 2020, then, or if it's 2021, great, but I don't, I don't, I don't know now. Like if you ask me, and, have it up here. Maybe we have the northern edition of Nertacular. Well, you guys definitely. Well, we, the problem is, if we don't get our poop figured out, we'll just bring it up to you, right? I'm kind of just scared to go to the states at this point. So, like, why don't, why don't you guys come over to my house? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come to our house. It's cleaner. All right. Uh, also, so anyway, the 40k experiment went well. I just get into these weird moods. You might call it obsessive. I don't know, but I love I love just seeing how all that stuff's doing. Love 40K. Oh, and a brand new, the the new edition of the 40K tabletop uh, edition came out. And apparently that's real good. It makes me want to get into that for, I don't know. I, I, who am I kidding? Am I ever going to have the time to sit down and paint a little freaking space marine or a, a, a bloody, a blood angel or any, any other cool thing? In that? And I'm, no, I'm never going to do that. I don't have time. Nobody has time. Who has time? <laughs> wait i i lost the i lost the thread of what we were talking i mean you could if you turned it into content right yeah then it just becomes your work then so there you go you, you call up chris metzen yeah you say hey you want to do a show where we just paint warhammer minis <laughs> and we film it and talk <laughs> and i think he'd be down for it and i think you would be down for it and then now you're making content yeah and you're doing the thing Holy that's crap! That's a great idea. Painting yeah. minis with Metzen. Yeah, or minis with Metzen. Minis with Metzen. That'd be Metzen. great. Yep. My, it's like my Tuesdays with Maury or whatever. It'd be minis with Metzen. That's actually yeah. a really great idea, and he would probably you do pitch it. it to him. He'd be like, "I don't want to do it. I don't want to be a public person." He'd be like, "There's Warhammer minis." He'd be like, "Okay, I'm in." Because yeah. <laughs> I do have some. In, I have some. I've had interest for much of my adult life in trying that game. But I just, it just seems daunting, you know, but every video game iteration, I swear I buy them all. I love them all. All right. Uh, mentioned Breakpoint earlier. That is a Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They put out a new patch, which they talked about in their forward event, the Ubisoft forward event, where they ignored uh, internal strife and talked about games instead. And um, they, the big, the big addition here. So they've been patching it over time. The launch was pretty rough. I got it at launch. Um, 
I loved Wildlands. It was one of my favorite open world games. I loved it. So I was really excited about this, but it launched in really rough shape. It felt broken and kind of empty and weird. And I don't know, it's just something was off with that game when it launched. But then I remembered that's kind of how Wildlands felt at launch. So give them time. Ubisoft's been pretty good about, you know, getting their games up to speed. Uh, if not a launch later on, that sort of thing. Um, you know, For Honor and Siege and all those games have been proof of that. So I thought, well, let's see how this goes. They have been adding stuff. They've been doing events and other things. The game has gotten progressively better. I think it's finally now in the shape I really want it to be in. And I spent a ton of time in it and I had a blast. Part of it is this last patch, they let you put, uh, or you let, they let you have AI companions again, like they did in the last game in Wildlands, which means mm-hmm. you and four dudes doing all the missions and they're AI based. Uh, and pretty stupid, but they don't need to do much other than help you shoot things and you know stay out of stay in cover when you need them to and that sort of thing. And they do that. Um, that really helps the game a lot for me because that is the game to me after playing Wildlands so much. Like I really wanted those guys. What's nice is just like all the other recent features they've added, they haven't just wholesale put new stuff in and taken out things. They've said, "Here are your new AI companions. Have them if you want to." Don't have them if you don't want to. They give you all these options to turn stuff on or off. So you can have the AI companions if you want. You can have color-coded um, level loot. Every time somebody drops a gun, it might be a better gun than the one you had. Or you can turn that off and just have it be guns are just guns, like normal guns They were the way they were in Wildlands. You can have it so there's no HUD, so it's really hard to know where to go next. Or you can have all the helpers that you always usually have in the HUD. Like some of that stuff John was talking about, about accessibility options in Last of Us 2. They've, they've done a lot of that here where it's sort of play it your way, figure out what you want to toggle on or off and create the experience you want to have. I really like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. So if you don't want AI companions, you don't have to have them, but here's what's cool. And Dunaway, was it Dunaway? No. JK grammar in our, in our uh, community. I'm going to find this. You guys got to see this This is freaking great. Okay. I'm going to put this in our discord and then I'll also put it up so you guys can see it. Um, JK Grammar made a team because they have this tie in with Terminator. So they have these Terminator, they had this Terminator mini event in this game. In the yeah. last game, it was Predator. So because you can unlock all these different skins and customize yourself to any degree you want be a lady, be a man, have long hair, short hair, beards, all the stuff, clothes, all the items, it's all 100% customizable. A lot of it's unlockable. Um, if you have the Terminator content and you've done those missions, he went and made his guy look like Kyle Reese. So his the guy he's created oh, is Kyle Reese running around. I thought he was trying to be William Defoe. <laughs> it's a little William Defoe look. <laughs> and then his his AI companions are all Terminators. They're all they're all T one thousands or T eight hundreds rather. Um they don't look like Arnold necessarily. They kind of do. Some of them do. That one on the left looks pretty like if Arnold buzzed his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. Um, and so now you're out doing missions as Kyle Reese with a bunch of Terminators help on your, you know, helping you. It's a, it's a weird thing, but you can get really creative that way. Um, mm-hmm. I have these guys in trench coats with like masks on their faces. You can't even tell who they are. And uh, if you want, you can have four ladies backing you up all the time and you can be a dumb guy or you can be a lady too, or you can be whatever you want to be. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Guy. It's pretty good. So anyway, I really like where it's at. Yeah. I, I just thought of this because we're talking about Terminators and this open world. And I know they've brushed up against elements of this. Yeah. I'm saying I want them to double down. I want them to make this game. 
an open world game that has Terminators, Got Predators, it. and Aliens. Boom. Okay. Okay. If you want to put RoboCop in there too, you can do that. <laughs> but I want it to be an open world game, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you're out in like the jungles, you might be getting hunted by a predator. Okay. When you go to do like the base camp raids, like in Far Cry, yeah. like you're going to go in and uh, I'm going to go through them and clear, you might shoot a guy. And all of a sudden hear plank and it turns out he's a Terminator. And now you got to fight a Terminator because he was pretending to be a dude in amongst the camp. And now you got a mad Terminator coming out after you. And then as if that wasn't dangerous enough, there's aliens on this island. I don't know how they factor in, but they're there and they could show <laughs> up anywhere. And that would be scary as hell. I mean, they kinda... I think that would be over the top. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be the greatest video game I, I do feel like they just do planet side, but instead of the same generic dudes on each team, it's what it's those three. Yeah. Why not? It's just like a hundred V a hundred V a hundred predators, aliens, and RoboCops. I'm not sure. Terminators and RoboCops. I'm not sure this intimate <laughs> handle that, but yeah, like maybe, um, I mean, here's the thing. It's like all the tactical shooty stuff that you expect from a ghost recon game. It's all there. It's set in the near future. So there's some tech you wouldn't have in the real world. Um, John, to address your problem with drones, Drones uh-huh. play a big part in this game, but most of them, with a very couple of few exceptions, are single shot and they're down. Because okay. you, just, you hit them in That's the blade. Fine. Like you were saying the other day, like a real drone, like a little hovering around, you hit him, he's done, he's just done. Um, there are some big mega drone things that take a few more shots, but not really much anyway. So it's not a problem, I guess is what I'm saying, in the way that you were concerned about the drones. Um, I like it. I think it's cool, and I would really love more co-op with people I know. The problem is everyone I know who plays this is either PlayStation 4 or I don't know them yet. <laughs> so it gave, the game sold really well, so I know there are players out there, but I just don't know who – I don't have anyone to play with. But uh, but playing with the AI guys is a huge improvement, and I just really like this game. I like it a lot. So I'm going to keep at it. I like it a lot. A lot, a lot. Uh, and then finally, Shipbreaker is still amazing. I'm playing that game. I love it. It's great. I – salvaged the ship yesterday but then i screwed up and i oh my gosh this is so dumb all right i'll tell you this one story okay <laughs> got a ship brand new one about to go make some real bank on this thing and the two main goals i had to get a bunch of the materials and get those into the roof incinerator but the main two goals were to get the two battery packs and then the main core like the the unstable power core of this ship out because that's worth a ton of money and that was part of the the work order and so I'm, you know, taking the ship apart, bzz, bzz, breaking the, the joints and separating the nacelles and pushing that one down and the thing and making money and, and incinerating this other thing and moving the heaters out, took all the chairs out and got those all sold and everything. And then I get in there to get the unstable core. And I thought I had my, uh, my weapon selection on the tether gun which grabs things and lets me pull them out and then take them slowly to where they need to go i didn't i had my laser cutter but the one that's like (laughs) kind of like dead space where it's like long and i didn't know i thought i was tethering it and i just wasn't paying attention and i walked right up to this thing and went and the music got real intense and the thing started freaking out and i backed way out and then it had one of those space explosions where everything goes white and it's like a muffled, like, because you're in space, just goes, and just the whole bay is just incinerated and blown to pieces. And uh, 
I almost got killed. My suit's leaking. I got air coming out of my face thing. I'm like, gosh, dang it. So I went to sleep and got a new ship and I lost a bunch of money. But it's so good. I love Shipbreaker. Indie game of the year. I want to play it. It seems great. It's very cool. That's an awesome story, too. Like, that's that's the reason I want it. Yeah. Stuff like you that. Ha- you will have things like that happen, like sudden air pressure problems. <laughs> like, I accidentally shot a hole through with my, my single laser. I shot a hole through the window of the front of a ship. And all of a sudden, rant, 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 this, like, Siri voice comes on and goes, air pressure, no longer nominal. Starts doing all this stuff. I'm like, shit, trying to get out of this thing. And the doors are all locked down. And the whole back end of the ship goes flying off that way. Nobody got killed. I got a little hurt. And I lost some junk. I think a computer got smushed, so I couldn't get money for it. But it actually helped because now I got the whole back of the ship I can disassemble by itself. And, you know, part it out or whatever. But even when the whole place is just shattered everything, I can take pieces of the shattered stuff and incinerate it and make money. It's just so good, you guys. I just love it. I love You're it. You're lucky you live. That's how Ripley killed that alien, you know? I know. You got to be careful. John, tell me more. Oh, I played Neon Abyss as well, and I think you're right about everything you told me, um, but you have some new thoughts, so tell me your new thoughts on Neon Abyss. Yeah, I'm going to take some of the stuff I said back. Uh, I, I played a lot more of this game, and I'm enjoying it a lot more than I was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it has some problems. The thing I'm excited about is it sounds like the developer is... is pretty aware of it they're already doing a thing called an experimental branch update that i see on steam um, that are fixing a lot of problems that i've had with the game so some of the things that just have have continued to irk me about this game i just want to get those out of the way so i can talk about the things i really love is you go in there and it feels like they want you to feel like oh we've got all these great characters you can pick but then they put so much stuff behind like you need a key or you need a grenade um, that you feel like if you don't pick the character that starts with one of each of those, you're already doing something wrong. Like You don't feel like you're getting a good enough trade off on it. And there are ways to subvert it. And you'll have some runs where because of the upgrades you got, you never needed grenades again. But then you'll have some runs where everything required a key and you got three keys and that's all you got. And too bad, so sad. You didn't you didn't have an option to to unlock it. And I will say that I've already noticed a a slight increase in rooms where by doing some puzzle solving with how you break things in the room, you can subvert the need for grenades. I think that was really clever. And that's a really cool thing that they've done. Um, But I'm still occasionally bumping up against the struggle of inventory management where you need grenades and you need keys. And sometimes the game just doesn't give them to you. The other thing, the amount of times I waste my grenades because they throw at a really weird arc and there's AOE damage. So you don't want to be too close when you throw it uh, is substantial. They don't give you near enough grenades for it to ever feel good to miss with a grenade. That just sucks because they're so valuable and you cannot really control. I mean, they go the same arc every single time, but you know, if you accidentally press a button, it goes the other way. Mm-hmm. So those things are all a little rough. Uh, it sounds like there's a patch coming to address some of the other issues. Like there's some upgrades that just don't feel like upgrades. I think most of the eggs in the game suck. Like every time my egg hatches and something comes out, I'm like, this thing is way worse. I would have been better off without it. I I hate these eggs. 
And it sounds like this update is there to fix that um, by making it, you have to opt in to picking up eggs that'll hatch stuff that steals your hearts or steals coins and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so I think, I think there's some cool things coming. I think the developer is making really smart choices with that game and they are listening to people outside of those complaints. I think this game is super fun and I have been extremely addicted to playing to playing through it. Mm. It has so many cool upgrades and ways to just stack new things on top of your character and combine them in weird ways that every run is exciting. Cause it's like, you start and you're like, yeah, I got this little pea shooter and I'm just running around going plink, plink, plink. Uh, but if you get through a couple stages of it, all of a sudden it's like, well, now I'm a character that takes no explosive damage and I shoot a billion rockets and I can fly anywhere I go. And I'm just a chaotic mess because you wear all this stuff on your body. Which is a and, lot like uh, Rogue Legacy, it sounds like. Because you kind of yeah. have these differences, and uh, kind of like Binding of Isaac as well yeah. is the other game that's <clears> like that, where you know you'd find like a coat hanger, and then he'd have a coat hanger sticking out of his head, uh, like that sort of stuff. That's all in in this game, and uh, it's really neat. I can't stop playing it. I keep booting it up and just doing a run and seeing how I do and trying new characters. Again, I just wish they would do a little something more on the inventory management for especially early in the game. Uh, simply because I feel like there are a couple characters I'm forced to play simply because it it feels bad to run through an area and have to leave a bunch of stuff unlocked and unopened or sealed behind rocks because you never got the inventory items you needed. Maybe they'll, uh, does that seem like a thing you could patch? Maybe. Uh, there's a little bit of it. So in this patch, they're talking about how the shops in the early stages are going to sell things for 50% off because they know you're not going to have the, um, the money for it, which is what I always ran into was there's no point in opening the shop in the first, maybe the first two stages. Cause you just won't have enough. Just don't have the cash. Spend. Yeah. Um, they're getting rid of the vibrant ball, which is great. That egg hatch sucked. It's basically an orb that floats in front of you. <laughs> to block shots yeah. but it blocks your shots too so if you have a rocket launcher and it floats past you when you shoot it you blow yourself up oh what's the and point you of can't that control that's, it. that's it, stupid it's awful it's a nightmare i hated it um and so they're doing a lot of things to to remove elements like that or at least make it to where you opt more into those so well uh, i've got I've got high hopes for that game, especially if this is what they're already looking into. I think they're going to do some cool things with it. And I think the core gameplay is there and I'm having so much fun with it. That makes me happy to hear that. I'm going to keep at it then because I want to like it more, but I, but I, I got in far enough to go. Yeah. I don't like how the guns sound and John's right about this particular clunky thing or this thing or whatever. And I didn't get much further to hear that you're, getting that much more out of it. That sounds like the kind of game I want. So yeah. Once you start getting about four levels in, <laughs> you know, you're like, Oh, my character can do some badass things. And I do. Thanks to you, Scott, you showed me this. So I want to correct something I said last week. It does have controller support. Oh yeah. It would so, be weird without it. I can't, I was like shocked when you mentioned that, but um, it just seemed like it'd be crazy if they didn't have that in there. So, Although there are some guns that require a level of precise aim for them that I, I feel like they still want you to play with control or with mouse and keyboard, but oh, really? 
I, I definitely prefer it on the controller. It's better, although it has a really weird controller like control scheme. Yeah, the jump with the left trigger, right? That's some of that takes a little bit of getting used to. Um, you can remap it, and I haven't figured out the best remap yet, but yeah, you're right. It's some weirdness there. Yeah. I kind of wish it was just dual stick. I wish the other stick shot when you aimed it, but then you'd run out of ammo. So I don't know. I don't know. There's a there's it a trade off there. Uh, that's but the default is uh, shoot with the right stick. Is, or no, no, I don't mean the stick. Or no, you mean trigger or stick? Because the stick just aims, right? Don't you just fire no, with the trigger? Stick, the stick shoots if you push it. All you have to do is push right, and you'll shoot to the right. Oh, I think I'm on a different control scheme. Now I got to go look. All right, I'll check that yeah. out later. Tell us about a super hot mind control delete. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you guys ever play super hot? I did. Did you play Bo? Uh, no. It's very cool. This is m- this is more super hot. Okay. What's the, what's the difference honestly, here? Honestly, we what's- could probably leave it there, but I will get into what it is. Okay. Uh, so it turns out I have this game for free. If you bought Super Hot within a certain window, they just gave you this game. Oh, I probably uh, do too. So That's congratulations, cool. you you own a game probably, um, and it is uh, it is more Super Hot. They do some cool stuff with it though. Um, so you basically are going back in. You're going through levels and you are getting hacks into the game so that uh, you can do more things. Like you can do a charge where you just all of a sudden warp to an enemy and punch them in the face. And then you can get something where every item you throw becomes a grenade. And when you throw it, it hits the ground and sends a bunch of bullets all over the place. Or you can get one that I really like right now, which is ricochet, which is if you shoot a wall, the bullet will ricochet and hit a nearby enemy. Mm-hmm. So you just peek around a corner, see someone coming down the hallway, and you just shoot halfway down the hall, and they'll get hit by the bullet. Yeah. Um, so it's got a bunch of cool uh, upgrades and things like that. And the, the way the levels are formatted is they give you two hearts, which represent damage you can take. And you have to get through so many rooms without losing both hearts and along the way you can choose these hacks from two um to kind of help your progression forward so you know you might say okay i want guns i pick up to have more ammo because in super hot notoriously you only get a couple shots mm-hmm. um so same you might you might have more ammo or you might have a faster reload or you know there's all sorts of them in there and Uh, They do more things. I can't remember if it was in the original game or not, where most of the enemies in that game are all orange, but they throw some at you that are white in sections, and so they can only be damaged in the orange spots. So they have enemy types like that. They also have this new type of enemy that has jagged edges all over them, and when you shoot them and they die, they send bullets all over the place, so you have to dodge that. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're doing a lot of cool, like little extra things with it, but it's still just new super hot. And if you enjoyed that game, you will like this game. I checked my library and I, it is free. I have it. So, yep. Nice. Yeah. If you bought it in a certain, I don't know what the window was, but I own it. That's 15 bucks. And well, it's on sale right now. Normally it'll be 24 99 when it's, when it's off its launch sale. That's a pretty good savings of free. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll check that out. It's a very, I mean, super hot's awesome. So totally. I'm, I'm yeah. down for more super hot Bo, Your, uh, adventure in divinity two continues. 
How did it go? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I didn't play that much. Yeah. <laughs> I just put it on there because really I didn't really play much at yeah. all of anything. Yeah. And I, I'm on my undead. It's Fane and my undead person. And we murdered everyone in Fort Joy for the most part. Oh. Just because um, death isn't really something to be fearful. So we relieve the living of their fear by killing them. That way they realize, <laughs> oh, it's it's just fine being dead. So that's kind of the playthrough I'm doing. Because with our group playthrough, we don't have enough time. So I'm doing a lone wolf uh, heart tactician mode run uh-huh. with just undead. And the undead, you know, we're, we don't care about mortals. You know, they're all crying about how they're going to die and stuff. Whatever. Just relieve them of that burden. So uh, I've been doing a, that kind of a playthrough. Uh, nice. It's fun. Yeah. It's great. Leave, you leave know, no one. I gave you a judgmental <laughs> look, but on my playthrough, I did basically destroy the world on accident. So clear them out. I understand. Clear them out. Happens sometimes. Not a problem. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't kill everyone. No. Uh, certainly, I did try to kill a kid, and the game doesn't let you do that. Uh, the kids will run away just be gone forever so that's good yeah <laughs> but i was committed to my whole i'm an undead being and we're just relieving the world of its burden and then i'll become a god uh, that's the whole point of the game uh it's interesting playing undead only because there's a lot a lot of things in that game that you don't discover if you're a living thing <laughs> which is also its own pleasure it's like playing a brand new game when you're undead um like skulls will talk to you and tell you to open chests and <laughs> yep I played uh, an undead when I played. It's great. Yeah. So so there's like there's an aspect and layer to the game that's like just really cool. Well, but uh, I've given up on killing everybody because it's actually tedious because they don't put up much of a fight. Yeah. So I killed everyone in Fort Joy, but as I got out, I stopped doing it. Gareth and company are still alive. And okay. It's just more boring than anything else. But is you know, little, if I little, need something, I will kill them. Is that Gopher riding on the skeleton cat still around? It's his. What's his deal? Yeah. Yeah. Sir Laura. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does he got Sir Laura? Does something so, happen with him at some point? Is there a reason to have him? Well, exist? we killed him at our group playthrough by accident, yeah. and I think he hit death fog or something like something ridiculous. Oh. And his ghost hangs around, so he's still there, annoying the shit out of us oh, <laughs> as a ghost. Really he's this green thing. Is like, yeah, he's he's the yeah. worst. All right, well, uh, we will we'll check back into that uh, later. Also, just a note: uh, we got a lot of great feedback about last week's show specifically about uh, some of the stuff Bo talked about. I think you hit a nerve with a few people. A few people are in the same boat and uh, really appreciated your willingness to talk about that stuff. And uh, I mean, I want to talk about that kind of stuff more, but it's always a bummer. Like for a game that where we're celebrating video games, I'm just like, eh, there's a lot of shitty stuff going on that needs to be questioned. But sure, I don't know if that's something we want to talk about every day. I know that there are a lot of people who want to hear more about games and how it relates to their mental health. And I think there's a lot to be said there, but it also is a bummer conversation. Well, kind of, but it can have its place. I think, I mean, we're, we're all, you know, it's like enjoying. Okay. Here, here's one for you. If you like the occasional cigar, I don't, but if you do, you smoke a cigar and you chill with your friends and it's great. Right. But if you're smoking cigars, every, Time you get a cigar, suck it out, do the next one, do the next one. You just do it all day. Well, then that's bad cigar behavior, right? It's not going to be good for you. It's going to make you sick. You're going to have problems anyway. So don't do that. My point is, if you have a, a cigar podcast talking about all the great cigars out there, I think that's a okay thing if once in a while, in part of your cigar discussion, you talk about not smoking 15 cigars in an hour. 
we can <laughs> we can talk sure. about video games and how much we love them, but occasionally talk about yeah, this is a problem. This part of the industry is a problem. This part of games is a problem, or you know, free to play is actually doing this or that, whatever, whatever these issues are. I think that's totally appropriate for the show. No problem with that at all. So we should, um, and we'll do more because I don't know. People got a lot out of that conversation and who's to say we can't have more. Not me. I say, all right. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you all for joining us. Oh my gosh. For a hot second, I read divinity two as destiny two. And I, and I thought you changed it and that you were hinting that you were playing destiny two. No, but that's just my brain. I installed Skyrim, but I don't think I'll get around to playing it. You installed Skyrim. Yes. What was the thinking there? What are you thinking there? Um, well, it's been a while since I played it, and now that I've I've swapped up upgrades for stuff, and it probably runs smooth and buttery, and it's a nice big immersive game. Might be fun to get in. Mm. Yeah, I try. There's some mods and stuff there to make. I just don't want. Well, who cares about achievements, really? See, that's why I hate achievements. I'm like, I, I kind of want to install some mods in there. There's a lot of great mods. Yeah. The only thing holding me back was like, oh, but I'm going to lose my achievements. It's like, cares? That's why the system needs to not be there. Like, yeah. it needs to not take up any psychological space in my mind whatsoever when I'm deciding to mod something that I'm not going to get a little check mark in my profile in Steam because it's so important. <laughs> I don't do achievements at all. I hate them. Yeah. So yeah. I Honestly, ignore them. My problem with Skyrim is the opposite. I start saying, okay, time to mod this thing. And I spend hours figuring out what mods, what works with what, what doesn't work with this. Can I get this? I want something that does this. And by the time I'm all done, I'm like, geez, I'm tired. I'm not going to be playing (laughs) Skyrim tonight. And then I forget to go back to it. That's true. Yeah, I feel feel you. I haven't been in Skyrim in a long time, but just even talking about it tempts me to install it again. It's a really good game. Yeah. I think it's like a Apex, or not Apex, but it's just like a high point for the company and the series and everything. Oh yeah, it's, you could argue. Really you could argue they have not been able to live up to that Apex since then. No, and you'd be, we'll see. They've got interesting things in the pipe that, if they really nail it, are gonna be worth playing. That start with Starfall or Starfinder or something like that. Yeah, just, yeah. I hope that's good. I want and another another Skyrim or whatever the next Elder Scrolls probably be fantastic. Too. Yeah. And their MMO is good. They got that, uh, that mead with the juniper berries in it. Yeah, That's right. That's the stuff. I don't know. They're just they're in a weird place too. Everybody's a little weird right now, but we'll see what the future brings from them and others here on Core. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching and being here. Go to our website, frogpants.com slash core. If you're looking for a way to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash core show. <coughs> Excuse me. Every week we do like 20 or more minutes of just gibber yab and we put it up there it's the only place you can get it so if you want our gibber yab uh go check that out that's patreon.com slash core that'll do it for me for Bo, and for john we'll see you next time this show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com Jill!